Here's local economist Gabriel Erastus with the market watch. The continental level, there is one big announcement which has been done by Kenya. Kenya has announced that, that they are going to give all African countries free visa. And that is such a big deal at the continental level, like it's the biggest news right now. As much as not getting the attention it deserves, it's actually one of the most practical steps that we have taken since we agreed to the FTA. No other country has taken such a strategic move and Kenya has done it. And that is the political will actually required for us to ensure that the FTA go through. Because at this level, the FTA is literally dead. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's putting an emphasis. But it's actually supposed to be the only tool that Africa has against the world that can cushion themselves to protect themselves from the shocks, economic shocks and the geopolitical shocks and the oil shocks that are coming from elsewhere. Because once that agreement is signed or it going places, it will unlock so many collaborations that African countries can do. And now Kenya has taken the very big, big step that the big African economies like the Nigerian South Africa haven't taken or Egypt. Because mobility is very, very important. If people are unable to move freely within the continent and they have to take so many visas for me just to travel to your country to do business or to attend a seminar, why should I come? Why should I invest? Why should I trade with you? Because we can't do anything if mobility is not solved within Africa. In terms of infrastructure like roads and others, and also the continental connectiveness like flights and others. So I, I hope uh, this decision by Kenya also influence other decisions like in terms of airlines, in terms of railway infrastructures, and shipping also around the continent to prevent us flying to Europe before we go to Tunisia, just because we can't go straight there. So it's all about mobility and what Kenya did in terms of visas, is such is a very very important step moving in also to to the scramble for critical minerals the critical minerals yes going forward the going green reducing the carbon footprint all these things all these steps require certain minerals and africa has always been the supplier africa has always been the guy that you go to harvest and at this particular juncture also we have seen some improvement or some decision that have been taken by African leaders to say no more. We are no more going to do things in such a way. We now want to add value. We also now want it to, to go green. We also want to utilize our resources. So we are seeing this playing out. If you look at what the European did, hosting Namibia just as a, a country. Like literally the whole European nation just hosting Namibia as a country because of what we have, our, our potential to produce hydrogen, our potential to produce other minerals. If you can see the expansion of that Canadian mine of, of Adranda and others and the way they are exploring and the way that they are setting up. And if you can see what the Chinese are also doing in terms of lithium. So there are so much which is going on and this crumble for critical mineral might actually be the one to give Africa some sort of a bargaining power at the table because diamond didn't give us bargaining power uranium didn't but when it comes to, to critical mineral you can see some moves are being taken to say we want more out of this we want more value being done here and actually we also want to go green we have our own project so the scramble for critical minerals could be actually give africa some sort of a leeway or or bargaining power against the western world then also coming to the to the domestic economy the issues that are going on our economy 
is not performing like the way that we want, even though statistics to a certain extent are showing some a positive picture. But you, you don't just measure economic improvement in terms of statistics alone. Those are just numbers. Those are just figures. You also have to look at the human development. You also have to look at the level of poverty and, and the social issues that are going on. And, and one of the critical issues that is now being attacked, that is being inefficient in terms of allocation, in terms of distribution, is our procurement laws. And, and it's causing so much pain to so many people and, 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 and it's behaving in a certain way like it's a law which has been made somewhere else and it's like it's not been made by Namibian because people are only complaining like they can't change it. For the Minister of Health, there are like literally around three to four tenders that have been taken to court and that is delaying the supplying of medication and clinical clinical issues. So all now is, is emanating from how we are interpreting the law. And while we are spending so much time interpreting the law and fighting each other, the law says we are literally disadvantaging the people who need the services and the goods. So the procurement law is becoming such a big issue now in terms of our economic progress, in terms of our empowerment, and, and, and also there are so many of these institutions that are so not adhering to it, that are so refusing to, to adhere to some of the, of the provisions and the regulation in terms of empowering, in terms of sourcing locally. And all these issues are the ones that are standing in the way of Namibia progressing in terms of value addition or keeping the money locally.